Give the secret handshake. Check your cloaks. And remove your tinfoil hats. This is the Illuminati Social Club. The podcast you don't want they to know about. This is bullshit. This series presents information based in part on theory and conjecture. The producer's purpose is to suggest some possible explanation, but not necessarily the only ones to the mysteries we will examine. Welcome to the In Search of series here on the Illuminati Social Club. I'm your host, Jason from Parma, and joining me, as he does, from Guelph, Ontario, Canada, Mr. Oliver Oxide. Hello, all. Hello there. How's it going? Good, thanks. How about you? Excellent. And we have a special guest today. Not our usual, not not our usual co-host of Dr. Steve Cloutier, but our subject matter expert, Dr. Steve Cloutier. Because you are from Halifax, Nova Scotia. I am. And uh, our episode today takes place uh, just off the coast of Nova Scotia. It does. Yes. So how's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Did you find a lot of uh, interesting facts about uh, about about this uh, episode? Um, facts? No, there were no facts. You, you didn't. In you this didn't do any episode whatsoever. Well, I mean, did you find facts on your own? You know that. You know, as as you stated, uh, you know, in our uh, private conversation, that uh, you know, you were you were look you were fact checking some things. You know, yes, something that's yes. never been uttered yes. in the, uh, you know, in the in the realm <laughs> of uh, in search of. Exactly. I checked my facts. Very good. We are talking about season three, episode 16, the money pit mystery. Take it away. Oh, wait, before before we get to the clips, I keep forgetting every so often. Oliver, what were your impressions of this episode? Uh, I thought I I really enjoyed it, but I'm ceding the rest of my time to Steve. Go, <laughs> Steve. You may. My rant will follow at some point. You want me to do it now, or would you rather show play a clip first? Uh, do, okay. Is there a punchline to this to this entire episode that was not stated in the episode? Um, did they say there's no such thing as an Oak Island treasure? Um. No, they no, didn't. No, it's in search of. <laughs> Come on, you're not supposed to give that away. Sorry. <laughs> that's that's the punchline of my rant. Okay. Well, play a clip. Beneath a strange old oak tree, the search began. In 1795, three boys found a deep pit built a century before. They were convinced it held something of immense value. The clues uncovered were so tantalizing that men have been digging ever since. Today, two centuries later, the search continues for the buried treasure of Oak Island. Okay, so there... So, so there's this Oak Island, and there's buried treasure there. Let's go. Yep. Uh huh. Let's yep. go. Because th- this, this is this is what happened. Okay. Is allegedly, um, and I keep saying allegedly, um, they don't, but I do. Um, some people saw lights on Oak Island. Mm-hmm. 
So some fishermen decided they were going over to check out the lights, and they disappeared. Okay. The, the fisher the fishermen or the lights? The just both. Oh, okay. So therefore, pirate treasure. <gasps> oh, okay. Now, if 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 you get more into it, I mean, and they did they did say a little bit more um, about it, um, but. What is actually in this supposed pit um, has changed over the years. Okay. It went from pirate treasure to Marie Antoinette's lost royal jewels. Mm-hmm. There's, e- there's even a theory that Shakespeare's lost manuscripts are buried in Oak Island. Oh, okay. Well, let's go. Let's go find out. Despite the fact that they were probably in the Globe Theater... When the Globe Theater burned to the ground. Ah. That's probably what happened to the manuscripts. Because it would make sense to have your manuscripts at the theater when mm-hmm. you're playing. By, by the it way, burned to the ground. By, by the way, um, let's see. Uh, they, they do state in the episode that uh, it, it's not the French uh, crown jewels because of uh, scholarly evidence that yes. points to that fact. So they, they yes. did... They they did clear that one up. Yes, yes. However, so these, they haven't cleared anything else up. Right, because these these three guys go and they find a sinkhole, mm-hmm. and they automatically assume that this sinkhole was man made. Right. And so, therefore, because this sinkhole is man made, therefore, um, it must be pirate treasure. Yarg. Not just pirate treasure, Captain Kidd's pirate treasure. Well. I think I have a clip for that. Go ahead. Finally, in 1795, three brave farm boys set out on an adventure which In Search Of has recreated. Daniel McGinnis, the leader, all of 18, was more fascinated than frightened by the specter of danger. He convinced his two best friends to come out and see something peculiar he'd discovered the day before. On an October morning, the island looked friendly, almost inviting. So, there we go. They 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 went to the island. And they found uh, there was a branch on a great old oak tree that appeared to have been used to hoist something heavy. Yes, because um, it was broke. It, it, you know, could have been a large piece of, you know, they, they could have been, you know, whoever hoisted something, you know, they could have been hoisting a large piece of wood to, um, I don't know, repair a boat. <laughs> if such an event happened. Yeah, I know. That's true. Right. I mean, just because they saw a bro, even if this was true, were true that they these these, and it's it's not true, clear that these three boys actually existed. Mm-hmm. Um, that if if they found a broken branch, I mean, we get hurricanes up here, right? There there are any number of ways that a branch could have looked worn and broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they so they dug under the tree because, of course, you know because. Because there's this, uh, you know, this branch that looks like something was hoisted, um, you know, there it must be treasure right under the tree. 
So Cause, let's cause, dig. Yeah, because think of it this way. They're farm boys. Mm-hmm. They would have hoisted things. Yeah. I doubt that a farm boy's first thought when seeing something that looks like a place where it was hoisted would be, oh, pirate treasure. Yeah. <laughs> It would be, oh, like you said, oh, somebody was building a boat or something. That somebody would was, be their... Somebody was repairing their boat. Exactly. You know, somebody was somebody was repairing the keel. Um, so they dug down and they hit flagstones, and then they hit a log platform, and then they hit another and another and another and another and another and another. And they just kept hitting log platforms all the way down. Turtles all the way down, people. Um... So then they convinced their neighbors to help them out. Uh, and it took them, what, eight years to dig down 90 feet. Yeah. Um, and it's eight years of hard labor for what they think might be treasure. I think somebody's trolling somebody here. <laughs> well, there, there, there's a, a, a lot of logical flaws in this argument. <laughs> No. <laughs> Just a couple. Uh, and then so, they f- so if if they dug for eight years and couldn't find anything, right? You're telling me that a pirate was the, who was probably on the run from the authorities <laughs> spent eight years digging a hole? No. <laughs> Had a pirate buried treasure there, he would have buried it like six feet and then covered it over and ran away. Mm-hmm. Uh, so can we also find... point? Can, oh, can we also ahead. point out? And no offense, Steve. No problem. But but Nova Scotia wasn't exactly big on the beaten path. I mean, <laughs> in those days, it was not. You could probably you just know. set it down on the beach and come back eight years later to find it. If you're if you're digging for eight years and find a nothing and b only get ninety feet, I think that's the worldwide symbol for taking the hint. <laughs> um, not to mention the fact that all I know we're, we haven't gotten there yet. Well, I'll, maybe I'll wait until we do till we get to the underwater channels. Uh, so let's see. They find a stone tablet with strange writing on it. Then they hit what appeared to be the top of a vault. When they came back the next morning, all they had to do was pull up the treasure. And uh, let's let let's let Leonard explain it from here. Their expectations were to be thwarted, however, by a diabolical trap that waited in the pit. feet down, Guinness had fallen into water. At least 60 feet of water had somehow filled the pit during the night. Huh, so about 60 feet of water uh, filled the pit. I mean, man, what a diabolical trap. Or It's an island. It's in water. They're very... They're, they're pretty much at sea level. Think think if this was planned. Think of the engineering that had to go into this in the 17th century. No kidding. 
to to I mean I'm sure because Oak Oak Island was way way off any kind of trade route at that particular time or anything they could have just left the treasure on the beach for God's sake and no one would have found it. <laughs> the engineering that must have gone into this for mm-hmm. this for all this whole supposition to work right it was way, would be way beyond anything of the 17th century mm-hmm. and just when when we say this this may be plausible I just laugh. <laughs> And, and and that's not not only that. Even if they were able to do it, this is a pirate. <laughs> this is an outlaw who is on the run from the authorities. Yes, he's not going to have. Even if he could do this, <laughs> right. he's not going to have the time to do it. <laughs> do it, no. Because you know it. It's like a bank robber. <laughs> you know, the bank robber doesn't sort of steal the money and then spend spend eight years burying it in a trap. They hide it somewhere quickly and then run away. That's what he would have done, even mm-hmm. if he could have done it. And, and as Oliver said, they couldn't have done it. But even if they could have, they wouldn't have had the time. Mm-hmm. By or the way, the inclina- oh. or the inclination, to be quite exactly. frank with you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. By the way, we have uh, we 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 have a, a a translation of the inscription on that mysterious tablet that they had hit just before they came back and found the tunnel filled with water. It said. Forty feet below, two mi- two million pounds are buried. So there's apparently two million pounds, forty feet below where they, you know, nine. Well, at the ninety foot mark. Okay, let's just do the math here. So it's okay? one hundred thirty feet in the ground. If it's two million pounds, okay. If my math is correct, that's a hundred thousand tons. Mm-hmm. How is a boat transporting that in um, the 17th century? Two million pounds. That's a hundred thousand tons. Is that well, pounds or money? It could be pounds. money. Oh, they're talking money. Yeah, oh, okay. that, yeah, probably money. William Kidd was English, so that, that's probably yeah. a reference to money. Then I take it all back. Okay, so. Uh, so, so let's see if you, if you, if you do the math here, uh, it means that this digging troop that that's been working, you know, they, they'd have to dig for four more years at the rate they're going. Cause it took them eight years to get down 90 feet. So another 40 feet is just a shade under, uh, four years the way they dig. But I don't, I, I don't want them to be my excavators. <laughs> um, I, I do have to credit, uh, you know, in search of with that with that fancy model for the drill. Oh, I know. Yeah, that's pretty that's, pretty high tech. Or pretty, that, didn't, that, that that didn't look cheap at all. <laughs> Not at all. No. <laughs> Claymation drill. <laughs> um. So let's see. Apparently, there. You know, later on, years years later. Um, what was it, eighteen ninety eight or something like that? Eighteen late eighteen hundreds, almost nineteen hundred. Uh, they were digging down with a uh, drill, a like an auger, and they found uh, three gold links of a watch chain, and apparently that signified great wealth is is in there, because they drilled through the the concrete into what whatever the treasure was. So, well, it's either that or they 
some some guy was buried with his gold watch and they just happened to uh you know dig up his chain well that's my next question was concrete even invented in the 17th century i don't know not sure no idea like I said, I have not gotten a lot of clips for this episode because everything is way too long. Um, so let's see. Well, oh yeah, I said it could have been the it could have been the corpse of the guy who last crossed the pirates. That you know could have been his gold chain after they buried him. Um, let's see. Oh. Up, Apparently, I was before 1850 because now I have, in 1850, another group found stone-lined drainage channels leading uh, away from the pit and a big coconut fiber sponge under the beach. This is a hell of, yes. this is a, this is a hell of an engineering... Uh, yeah, I know. It's just stunning. Can I also just point out that although people have tried to find these alleged shafts, they have never been able to prove the existence of these shafts. Perfect. It's it's in search of then. <laughs> Cause, it's, cause, cause, go ahead. It seems like there's channels. <laughs> <laughs> Call back to last week. Yeah. Um, because they do this recreation where where where, where they they put this dye in mm-hmm. to see, and, and the dye comes out in, in the water, so they figure out where the chamber is going to. Right. So they use they use dynamite to blow that chamber up to block it off. Mm-hmm. And then it still floods because they find out there's another chamber <laughs> that leads to the other side of the island. <laughs> so who dug all this stuff? Aliens. That's what I figured. <laughs> but as I said, no evidence of these chambers <laughs> has ever been found. Is this is this the earliest evidence we have of somebody trolling? <laughs> I think so. I mean, this this is a this is definitely somebody playing the long game. Yeah, really. I mean, seriously. And now they're oh, apparently they uh, they they you know the uh, the coconut fibers. Somebody somebody determined that it was uh, from South America. So does that mean it's the gold of El Dorado in the money pit? Yes. <laughs> that's that's the other theory. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then we find out that uh, on one of the digging crews at one point was... Uh, Ah, uh, this little-known guy by the name of Franklin Delano Roosevelt. That is true. He he did show up on Oak Island for a dig, and we elected him four times. <sighs> World may never learn. <laughs> <laughs> and we find out we find out that it's not the French crown jewels. No. Nope. Um, and now we are introduced to Gilbert Hedden, who uncovered a map. In the book, Captain Kidd and His Skull Island. Steve, any any knowledge of that book? Yeah, it was made up. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a bit, a bit like Hitler's Diary. Yeah, yeah. Hitler's Diaries. Oh, okay. Well, I have uh, I have a clip of uh, somebody who worked for uh, Mr. Geddon, or Mr. Hedden. 
Um, shall we listen? Amos Noss worked for Hedden that year. He recalls how they studied the kid map and searched the underbrush south of the money pit. I could have taken a shovel, and I went down, boy, it was hot. <laughs> Flies, mosquitoes, and things bother you. But anyhow, I uh, went around. He told me within 50 feet or so where he thought it was. So I kept trying and trying, and finally I, I struck a rock. Two or three rocks. I kept trying with the pick, you know. And I tore up the sod, which was about, I don't know, probably four or five inches over the top of the stone. And I uncovered the thing. I went up one side, and I knew I had something then. I got to the point there was none any further, so I came back on the other side, and I had what he was looking for. Mr. Noss died during the telling of his story. <laughs> Dear God! I would just like to point out that in in that telling, there is one fact that is absolutely true. Okay. The black flies and the mosquitoes are very annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. So So he he uncovered a rock. Yes. And apparently it was a triangle of stones that was apparently part of the map in the book that was apparently made up. I still I think it's a I troll also job. Point out, I should also point out, and they do mention this in the episode, that the author said that he made it up. Yes. The yeah, author like, of the book came forward and said that the map and the book was a total fabrication. That meant the Oak, uh, that meant the Oak Island treasure could be a hoax. A hoax on In Search Of? Say it ain't no. so. Or, if you notice, Len covered himself. Or maybe the author had ulterior motives uh-huh. to put people off the scent. So I, I have uh, another clip here. I, don't, I can't remember exactly which one this is, but here we go. Montreal journalist Darcy O'Connor is considered the leading expert on the Oak Island enigma. I have seen uh, the coconut fiber that has been brought up. I have seen reports by the Smithsonian and by uh, independent botanists stating it's definitely coconut fiber. I have seen carbon dating results that Triton has gotten showing that it's several hundred years old, that it's not glacial wood they're finding under the ground. That the metal they're finding is uh, pre-1750 and it's coming deep from under the ground. So there's no possible way it's a natural phenomenon or a hoax. Someone was there at some time and I can only assume to bury something of great value. So it couldn't be a hoax. Um, and here's, here's my thinking. A lot of people have invested a lot of time and money into this mystery. So they can't dismiss it. Or else no, they yeah. lose. And yeah. I can't remember what that gambit is called. It Basically, you... You invest so much into a hoax that you just you keep playing along with it because you can't admit that it's a hoax now. Yeah, it's the gambler's fan. It's the gambler's gambler's fallacy. Sorry, ah, okay. that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just good money after bad, as my mother used to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. add, add to add to the fact that people have died searching for this. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna know, get. To... And, and, and once once you sort of introduce people dying, mm-hmm. you know, 
it, it's very difficult then to sort of backtrack and say, oh, it was all a hoax yeah. because, you know, people have lost their lives. We we saw this uh, when we talked about uh, what was it, El Dorado and, uh, yeah. you know, some of the other some of the other treasure episodes, the 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 Nazi the, the Nazi plunder episode. Yeah. yeah. You know, people are dying for this stuff. And, you know, it's not really, you know, is it really there? Well, even the Bigfoot stuff. I mean, nobody's died, but, you know, mm-hmm. there have been people who spent 20 years searching for something. Mm-hmm. They're not going to they're not going to say that suddenly that Bigfoot doesn't exist because that means they w- would have wasted 20 years of their life. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. So now we meet 92 year old millionaire uh, guy by the name of Chapel. I can't remember his first name now off the top of my head. Mel 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 Chapel. And he bought Oak Island because, of course, he needs to add to his wealth. Um, and, uh, oh, I think this is the, ah, yes, this is the Restall story. So. In 1959, Chapel leased treasure trove rights to Robert Restall and his wife, Mildred. They gave up their careers as circus daredevils to move to the island, where Restall was convinced he would find the treasure and make a fortune for his family. He had no wealthy backers and no elaborate equipment. But his obsession carried him and his two boys through six years of back-breaking toil. Restall and his older son would work all day and talk about pirates all night. They became driven, mesmerized by the prospect of treasure. They became greedy. Should have stayed in the circus. Would have made more money there. Um, so Restall, uh, yeah, he became obsessed with finding the treasure. Uh, what do they call it? Gold fever? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he and his family lived on Oak Island all by, them lo- by their lonesomes. Along with uh, you know some some other workers, which we'll we'll hear about them in the next clip. But uh, and is, is it wrong of me to say that I was kind of amused by the next clip just because of the recreation of it? Oh, it was so bad. <laughs> so, so yeah, they they bought the island, they or they 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 leased the land uh, from Chapel, probably for a cut of the treasure. Or, you know, to Chapel's probably next of kin. Um, and apparently, they thought they found the treasure. And what follows is possibly the worst reenactment. And I encourage everyone to watch the... Go to YouTube and watch the video. August 17, 1965. An old pump was draining a 27-foot shaft. No one knows for sure, but deadly carbon monoxide may have collected in the pit. Robert Restall was starting down when he suddenly became dizzy. Bobby thought his father had suffered a heart attack and rushed down to save him. 
Two other workmen failed to realize what was wrong and also toppled in. Down to get up and be careful, be careful. The autopsy report read, death by drowning. Mildred Restall now lives alone, still within sight of Oak Island. <laughs> okay, I, I'm sorry I'm amused by people, uh, you know, falling to their death, but... Okay, that was amusing. <laughs> it, it was, Jason, just for the simple fact that they became Oak Island lemmings, apparently, during this... <laughs> I don't think carbon monoxide in an open air situation makes you keel over like in two <laughs> seconds flat. Um, um, it could have been I methane gas because well, that's not carbon monoxide. So, yeah, I, know. Well, I, mean, could... I, I don't know. I, the, it, it was just ridiculous. I yeah, mean, I know. They take two steps on the ladder and then pew, they're done. <laughs> so, so okay. the The body count is uh, Mr. Restall, his son, and then two workmen. So four people all followed each other to their deaths. Uh, we're getting we're getting close to the magic number, though. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, because two other people had died already. Yeah, and and, and seven. legend says, yep, if seven die, then the treasure will be found. <sighs> so. Well, I'm I'm almost. I have one more clip, and I'm at the end of my notes. Well, this is where we get Steve's expertise because yes, um, <laughs> because first of all, they've closed. Oak, oh, no one can go on Oak Island anymore, right, Steve? Uh yeah. Well, there's there's a resort there now. There's a resort. <laughs> the Oak Island Inn. How, how big is the island? It's only it's only like a postage stamp, isn't it? Yeah, well, I, I suppose technically the 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 uh, the inn's not right on the island. It's it's just it overlooks the island. Oh, okay. Okay, and they they will they've dis no one can dig there anymore, right? Oh no, people dig there. Have, have, have you have you not seen the pseudo history TV show? No. About no. the the two guys from Michigan who are who are digging. I don't know if they're still doing it, but they they spent like three seasons. Over the last couple of years, the Mystery of Oak Island, I think it's called, um, where they bring in huge equipment um, and dig a hole that immediately fills back up with water. <laughs> Great. That's the whole show? That sounds That's like fun. basically the whole show. And, and, and then and then it shows them wondering why, how, how to stop the, the, the holes from filling up with water. That's essentially the show. Um, so they still haven't found anything there? No, because there's nothing there. How do you stop the uh, water from uh, filling up the holes? Um, you take the island to dry land because yeah. it's yeah, an it, island. It, you can't stop the water from filling up the holes because the water is the Atlantic Ocean. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Drain the Drain Atlantic the Ocean. Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> and while you're at it, Loch Ness so we can find the monster. Or get some of that stuff they sell in infomercials that they make boats out of. Oh yes, you know, stops the water. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, um. Oh god, I can't remember. The I know. Name I'm that going stuff. blank. Yes, that that magic adhesive stuff. Yeah. So I have one more clip here, and then Steve, we're going to let you go. <laughs> I know you've had fun with this episode so far. I have. After 300 years, the secret of Oak Island has eluded all the resources of modern technology. But treasure hunters persist. The present company has dug down to 230 feet and is prepared to spend $3 million scooping out the entire end of the island if necessary. 
Whether it's one man with a pick and shovel or a giant corporation with dynamite and bulldozers, an unflagging obsession has drawn treasure hunters to Oak Island. Whoever conceived and executed the fiendish money pit so far has managed to outwit them all. See, that's a very reasonable explanation. So, Steve, uh, you know, what, what, what problem do you possibly have with that? So you're telling me, and this includes the, the two guys, two brothers who are, are currently, or at least recently have been on Oak Island. You're telling me that with all our 21st and 20th century technology, with land-moving uh, uh, machines, with all these drills... And, you know, as the clip said that they were willing to sort of hollow out the entire end of the, the island, if necessary, that with all of that, they were fooled by with one guy with a pickaxe <laughs> and a shovel, <laughs> like <laughs> one pirate was able to do this, was so ingenious that he could hide all of this. When we can't with all of our equipment, I can guarantee you that he, he that whoever buried that, and as I said, nobody actually did, but even if it did, he didn't have two million dollars. He didn't have all of this equipment. So basically you've been outsmarted by a guy in a pickaxe. Yeah. Yeah. Makes perfect sense to me. Or and this is more logical. You were outwitted by some storyteller who told a story that got embellished. Because, hmm. you know, gro growing up, I mean, obviously being like a, a, an hour away from it, we heard all kinds of stories. Mm -hmm. there, there, were, there were loads of stories I heard growing up that they didn't talk about here. Like there was one story I heard where they got they 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 got past one of the one of the things of wood and they found they found a, a chest with with a hand on it, Ooh. like just a severed hand. And that was supposedly the, one of the guys who they wanted to, they wanted him to protect the chest. So they cut off his hand for some reason, mm -hmm. right? All these stories get passed around, mm -hmm. right? It's, it's like anything, you know, stories get embellished. No. Yeah. We've never had, we've never had any of those in history. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> You know, and, and, and so this is, this is the, where you find yourself. Either this was all, and I don't even, I'm not even necessarily going to say it was a hoax, but it was just a story that got told, a legend, right? That, that got passed around, that, that got believed. Or you were outwitted with a guy, by a guy with a pickaxe. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, how about, how about you were outwitted by, a guy telling a tall tale. And exactly. Basically trolling everyone. <laughs> you know, and, and you're right. And, and, you know, people die because of this. Mm -hmm. Right? People have died. And yes. it's like, for what? It's for like, treasure. You know, for treasure. For, for right? the opportunity to possibly maybe become a millionaire. But no, it's not going to happen. Uh, anything else to add, Oliver? 
No, I'm good. I, I thank you, Steve, for you know. I got to rest. I got to rest this episode. Yes. Just sit back and take it all in. Steve, anything else to add? Um, just that I now refer to the History Channel as a pseudo History Channel. Yes, I agree. Um, Oliver, tell people where they can find you on the internet. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Oliver Rockside. And Steve, I will rant more about the Oak Island mystery if you wish. Um, at Doc Pinko on the Twitter. I'm always looking for treasure. Uh, you can find me at AlienCG on Twitter, and uh, you can also find this podcast at IlluminatiPod. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, help wanted. I'm looking for uh, somebody with a strong back and a shovel to come with me to a remote island off the coast of Nova Scotia um, to maybe possibly become a, a, a very prestigious seventh person. So that I could possibly find some treasure. Have a good week, everyone. Total skids. See ya.